Player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. And this is the the podcast that's all about Halo. That's right. We're back, baby. Halo's back. <laughs> Surprisingly so, right? You know what? If I I think if you listen to podcasts earlier in the year, I know we haven't had as many this year, but uh, if you listen to earlier ones. I did sound a little trepidatious, and that's not to say that I think Halo Infinite is the bee's knees, but campaign isn't out yet, so it still has some time to win me over entirely, but it is pretty amazing, and we are going to talk about that in this episode. We're also going to talk a look at take a look at some stuff like Game Pass um, releases that I really love this because, you know, it's all about me that I've really loved for the last couple of months. And um, the guys are going to talk about something else. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, we're all going to talk about these things. So um, is there anything else that you gents would like to bring up that I've oh, missed? I'm going to talk about some Forza as yeah. well. That's been a big one. And Guardians as well. I've been playing that, really enjoying that. There have been a lot of releases since we last all spoke together. Absolutely. But yes, so, Halo, Halo was a surprise release. Like We weren't expecting this multiplayer um, beta like jace you messaged us like two days before it went live saying there's you know very credible rumors going around yep. that this is a thing um i think i responded with no way they wouldn't do that yep. but they wouldn't do that there was another word in between in between no way but yeah 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 absolutely um i don't know Jono, were you hoping for it because i wasn't I, I was loving my fours of time um and i didn't want <laughs> something to come in between it which it totally has um, yeah, it has. Taken a, you know, it's been parked in the garage, so to speak. Actually, I got to agree with you. It's it's funny. Um, when when Jace mentioned it and messaged it to us, I in my head went, "Well, that is the anniversary of the first Halo, so it makes perfect sense that they'll drop it then." It also coincides with that big event that they're having on the twenty years of Halo, which again is a perfect time to do that, including the museum, which is, I think what Joe's flagging me about now. Yeah, that event was amazing. I don't know if you guys saw it. There's some documentary oh. coming out about yeah. Xbox soon. I can't wait to see it. The museum um, experience is so cool. They really nailed it. Like, amazing work there. But sorry, John. Yeah. There's, there's that tie-in with the Xbox vault and the rock. The rock's yes. come yes. back, you know, 20 years later. Um, and it's, you know, it's tied in with that, that Red Notice movie as well. But it's... Um, yeah. Are we going to win the painting? Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's this nostalgia overload, though, and I love it. Like, as, a, as you know, the three of us were there with the original Xbox right from the beginning um, and have been there every console all the way through, all the Halo games, you know, when, when we could at midnight launches and things mm. like that. Um, and, yeah, I just I'm so pleased to see that it received such a quality, um, you know, video and celebration um, yeah. and I'm looking, like I said, looking forward to that full, like, I think it was like a four-part doco coming up as well. So, so this is it. The, the, so much was going on around then that yes. if it wasn't true, I would have been all right with it because I was happy with Forza. I'm playing Metroid Dread, which is absolutely amazing, and yet it's been left behind for a little while. Um, there were so many quality games that I've played in the last, um, say, month or two that I did not expect to be playing, which is huge, like unpacking. Um, you know what? It's my Australian game of the year. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, such a great story. Definitely worth checking out on Game Pass or even just wherever you get your games because it's not expensive either. It's about 28 bucks. Um, so, so much going on. Let's talk about Halo Infinite. Multiplayer. Beta. It's a beta, technically, at the moment. We've seen a lot of changes since it's launched two weeks ago. Um, okay, I want to hear your first impressions before I start talking about what I like and don't like. Go for it, Joe. I think it's fantastic. Um, there's obviously, like you said, Jonah, as a beta, um, I'm hoping there's going to be some quite a few tweaks. Um, I find the weapons don't all... Um, I almost oh, feel yeah. like some of, some of the weapons don't work. I don't think I, yeah. I, I had a challenge. Like, So we got that. We all, all three of us got the battle pass, correct? Yeah. Did yep. you get that as well? Yeah, I, I kind of wish yeah. I didn't because it has... Um, taken some of the fun away from my experience of playing it because I got right to the last um, challenge to get last week's um, special armor color. And then I had to get five, um, yeah, I had to get five killing sprees in Fiesta, which is a game mode where people can randomly spawn with rocket launchers. Um, So it was hard to get five killing sprees, which I didn't end up doing. Um, But yeah, I, I find 
I'm just kind of sticking to the same weapons most of the time. Um, but man, the game is beautiful. It yeah. plays really well. It's very yeah. smooth, very quick to get into a game. Although big team battle can sometimes take quite a while to load. When you're in, the games last a good length of time. Yeah. Um, there's a good amount of back and forth. Like we get destroyed sometimes. What's it called? Spectacular when you get, um, yeah. when you know you've Absolutely done dominated. well or you get yeah. dominated. Um, but yeah, my, my son's playing on PC. I'm playing on Xbox. So I am going against, I'm sure sometimes we are playing oh, because be. sometimes it's just, um, <laughs> I feel I, I, it's so fresh, such a frustrating experience, but all in all, um, I can't wait for the campaign. It plays really well. I certainly don't have the same skill set as I had with the last nope. multiplayer. Uh, and this would be the first Halo game that I've played this way because every other one, I play the campaign through before I touch multiplayer. Yeah. Um, so I feel like going into campaign, I'm going to kind of start with a bit of a understanding about how these weapons work. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Um, I just wish every time you played B-Team Battle, it would just keep you with your party. Um, within your same color scheme because it's hard to find each other. But um, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really loving it. But like I said, I, it's, and it's, this is a me problem, not a Halo problem, although it is kind of a Halo problem for a lot of people too, I can see. But the, camp, the progression in the battle paths being tied to you know, certain weapons or certain game modes or certain yeah. um, you know, ways of playing, it does change the way I play, particularly when I'm doing objective games. I feel bad for my team, but I'm just selfishly trying to do things. I wish I didn't get the battle pass because I don't really care what my Spartan looks like once I start playing. Um, but yeah, again, that's a me problem. But and the game plays so, so well. It feels so good. How about you, Jace? Um, it, it's funny. I think it's amazing that it, it came out early. Um, and it yeah. came out at the right time, right? Because Call of Duty Vanguard and, and 2142 just aren't performing as well. I think the game has been ready for a long time. And I think yeah. that they covered their bases by saying it was a beta, even though not everybody seems to be aware that it's a beta. Um, yeah. It doesn't have it anywhere in the branding, as far as I can tell, when you load up the game. It doesn't, it doesn't use that, that, that word. No. It may somewhere, but I can't see it. Um, but people's expectations are, are obviously quite high. And, and I think... I think um, the concept of a battle pass is probably ruining multiplayer gaming for me. Um, yeah. It's addictive as well. It's, it's, not, Absolutely. it's not that I'm, I understand the, the psychology behind it. I understand what it's doing to my brain when I see it. And um, Warzone absolutely sucked me in in that way. And, and Fortnite mm. um, is probably, you know, you could take a masterclass in Fortnite and how they've actually handled their battle pass and, and yeah. what, you get, what you get for your money because everyone wants value, right? You want value for your money that you're spending. Um, and for Halo to not do that very well. And I've always thought from the very beginning, what are you going to do with Halo? It's not like you can release Rick and Morty into Halo, right? Um, you might be able to have a, a Rick Sanchez Halo Spartan helmet or whatever, but, but ultimately you can't change the way a Spartan looks too much. Um, we've seen the Samurai sort of Spartan. We, we, we remember the Hayabusa armor from whichever Halo that was. Three. Knows. Thank you. Um, and, and that's really it. And the thing is, I don't care because we were of an era of Halo and, and specifically Halo 2, where it wasn't about that. It was just about frag and noobs, right? Mm. Um, and, and we were good at it and that was all it was. And you finished the match yeah. and you had, it wasn't about, it wasn't even about kill death ratios. No. Um, and the thing is at the end of the day, the game is solid. It moves well. Um, it has what I call the call of duty controls, um, which is what I've become accustomed to. Um, certainly playing Halo over the years and, and the Master Chief Collection, there's a lot of varied controller settings um, and it, it throws me through a loop. Sometimes not even being able to sprint just gets me, but this is smooth. Um, it plays well. I think I think the time to kill is excellent. Um, you know, it, it differs itself from, from Fortnite and, and, and certainly from Warzone, which is like you get shot once and you're dead. Sometimes yeah. you don't get shot and you're dead. Um, and, and, you know, and that's, that's nice. So I, um, it's amazing what they've done and, and, you know, I'm, I'm very, very happy to see where it goes. Um, I, I think that the priority around making the battle pass more rewarding is certainly there, is certainly needed for people who spent the money, but at yeah. the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter to me. I just want to yeah. shoot things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. so I said, I want to talk about the stuff that I really like and that I don't like, and you guys have covered some of that already. Um, Okay, stuff I really like, that Nerf gun that I got a year ago that uh, came with a skin. Well, I've got that skin in game and it looks amazing. It's fantastic. Um, on the bad side for the weapons, 
it's funny. The assault rifle has quickly become one of my favorites in the game because time to kill with it, as you were saying, Jace, is is great. It feels right. You feel like you empty three quarters of a clip into someone and you've got them. Yep. Yet the commando that I was really looking forward to as kind of my DMR replacement in some respects um, has not been satisfying weapon at all. Um, and there's a lot of weapons in the mix that are like that. I, I find that I'm not as as punchy as I'd expect so that I, I often feel like I'm not getting the kills that I should be because I'm not getting the hits. Uh, the yep. battle rifle and the assault rifle, two of the oldest games uh, guns in the game have become yep. two of my favorites and the new guns aren't inspiring me at all. So mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed by that. Um, also how quickly and easy it is to kill a vehicle. Warthogs used to be a really nice way to dominate a map for a while and put some pressure on the enemy team. And now it feels like they're really easy to take out and yeah. you know, sort of slow down that battle. So the, I think there's some balancing that could really improve the gameplay because I'm with you in terms of the battle pass. The, the battle pass, I'm not seeing my character. So in Fortnite, I can see my character because it's their person. Hmm. And so there's some appeal in being able to see that character and have some you know looks and effects that really sort of talk to the character while in Halo, the only time I see my character is in the load screens. I yep. don't really see them all that much except for when I'm in vehicles and the armors aren't inspiring me enough. I mean, I've played with these armors before and I haven't had to have a battle pass to get to them. Hmm. Um, you know, there's some variations, sure, but um, like, you know, some, some colors like that red, white and blue. Uh, it was one of the um, Halo it's esports teams. Yeah, it's free. Yep. So everyone's got it. And for some reason, every time I see it, I think that person's on my team, even if they're the enemy, <laughs> guaranteed. So it drives me nuts. Um, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm ragging on it a bit. The multiplayer is smooth, and it does feel a lot like Halo 3, which is great because that was probably one of the ones that we played the most. Um, and they seem to be doing balancing all the way through the game. So from Battle Pass progression through to... Uh, Game Pass Ultimate members like us getting some free skins uh, next uh, next week, um, and apparently every month we'll get um, like you know free skins and progression stuff. It's good, but um, to be really honest with you, I'm not that tempted to get another Battle Pass unless yeah. it had something really spectacular in it. I'm actually more excited about the current Battle Pass on the Master Chief Collection than I am on Infinite, which is um, you know saying something. Yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the campaign, and I'll keep playing multiplayer. I just I do think I'll probably from a battle royale stance, I'll go back to um to Fortnite and play some more of that when I want a quiet game. Um, because I'm actually finding Halo quite stressful. Fun when I win, but really stressful. With with uh, you being the number one Halo super fan, what do you think that they <laughs> could do better um in terms of let's so I don't think they should have a battle pass at all. I think that they should yeah, just okay. be like the game is free. I love how people yep. think it's free with Game Pass Ultimate. Um, yep. or free with Game Pass, and then for yep. everybody else to have to pay for it and be done with it. I appreciate mm-hmm. they want their 15 bucks a month, but whatever. Or uh, was it every 160 days or something? What's the, what's the time frame on a Battle Pass? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's an extended Battle Pass for this first one. I think sure. it's going to be like three months after that. Yeah. Okay. But with all of that, um, what do you think they could do with a Battle Pass that would um, make somebody like me or anybody for that, or the Fortnite crowd, um, want to actually buy it? like for visuals and warthog decals and all that sort of stuff. Is there anything they can do law-wise? Uh, potentially. I mean, look, they played it safe with the Heroes of Reach for the first season because, you know, Reach was pretty popular in the grand scheme of things and those armors are quite nice. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not feeling the inspiration there. I, I honestly can't think of something in the Battle Pass that would really change it in the way Battle Passes are handled now. Yep. One thing I've not seen a battle pass do is unfair. Oh, sorry, change the um. Oh, what's the words I'm looking for? Change the dynamic of the gameplay. And I understand not wanting to do that because otherwise it feels like you're paying to win. But yep. I have no problem with them introducing maybe vehicles or weapons through a battle pass that only those battle pass members have access to unless of course that person dies and then you pick it up in the battlefield and it could yep. be really interesting. You can't start with it, but you might get to play with it if someone else dropped it. Yep. Um, it would be different and it would definitely excite me to getting a battle pass. Like, okay, to give you an example, we've got horn, uh, we've got, sorry, wasps and I love a good aerial vehicle um, in Halo and you get to use them in a couple of maps. But if you told me in a battle pass, I'd also get to play with the classic Hornet. 
or you pulled in um, a skin that changed the look of the wasp into the Sparrowhawk from Halo Wars, count me in, I'm there. Maybe the weapon set changes a tiny bit. It doesn't have to like horribly overstack um, the way the gameplay works, but it is going to change things and it's going to cost money to do that. And I think that's, then again, Fortnite chucks money into properties all the time. So right. I think if you want to do something different with Battle Pass, you've got to go beyond the normal, but how do you balance yep. it and still keep it fair for everyone? I mean, as it is, mm. PC players are, are... Joe and I had an experience the other day. Um, so it was me and Joe and, and his son playing a game. And because his son was on the PC, we were getting a lot of PC players and Joe yep. and I were feeling it. Like yes. they, were, they were moving faster. They were <laughs> killing us so yeah. much quicker and um, fighting back against them. Like we were dominated. We, I think we lost what... Like the score was almost 10 to 1. Yeah. If he looks at it, so um, you know what? If they they gave me a console player, a vehicle that the PC player <laughs> didn't have because they didn't buy the battle pass, and I could you know help even the odds a little bit, I'm all for it. Are you, are you getting used to the, Are you getting used to the elite controller yet, or not quite there? Um, I'm not using it to the best of its ability. I've um, I played around with some settings, so I know you've got this really cool video on YouTube about how to customize it for uh, you know COD settings. And there's, I put the, the longer thumbstick on and that actually does feel really nice. Yep. Um, I'm not using the paddles anywhere near as much as I'd like to because I'm still like that muscle memory hasn't kicked in yet. Yep. Um, but it's a sweet controller and it's heavy and I actually like that. The weight is nice. Reminds uh, me the, a little bit of the, the Duke, the weight the, of the that, Duke, but yeah. Without, without the size of the Duke, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, control, my controller's drifting now. I'm so disappointed. How long has this thing been out for? It was, and I bought the blue one, so it wasn't even... Um, the one that came with the console, and yeah, it's it's drifting now. So whenever I start a match, my guy like looks up in the air. So I'll tell you I, something. I, I excuse. My my uh, white Xbox controller that came with the Series S does the drifting thing. Um, but oh. if you want to fix it, you just hand it to a small child, and they lob it across the room, and it sorts it right out. So <laughs> I've got three kids here, so I'll let them. I'll let them. And one of them will sort it out for you, man. Yeah, just just get them on the case. Yeah, I've got the white controller. It's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, look, I've complained a lot. Well, let's let's take the complaints out. You know what? This has been a really great Halo launch. I think That's it's really it's been fun. Like it's spoiled. by no means been horrible. Yeah, yeah. we are spoiled. It's um, yeah. I, I uh, think. Uh, oh, sorry, Tony. No, I was going to say, like we're talking about the weapons before, and um, and I said how some of them I feel don't work. Like there's some um, plasma weapons which. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what they're supposed to do. Um, they, they they slow weapon. They've slowed vehicles down, but I, I think I got one kill and I was supposed to get ten on the progressions. But the opening combo that you get with the battle rifle and the pistol is excellent. Like oh, you can fantastic. get you get quick draw kills all the time because you mm. you know wail with the assault rifle and then quickly change and it changes so quickly and smoothly. Um, throw in a few headshots. It's a great combination. Mm. And I think the vehicles, you know, they feel like the old Halo games. But I never really through the wasp much, but I love flying it. I love how yeah. buttons help, you know, to raise and lower it and shoot is right there. It is that control scheme for that, for that, for the wasp is, I think it's perfect. I, I, I just love it. Like the very first time I got in it, I didn't know what I was doing. I played around a little bit and then it's just second nature instantly. Um, they've got all of that right, but. Um, oh, yeah, battle pass, I, give me more equipment. <laughs> yeah, but but even like the 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 stages themselves are awesome. The variations with between the game types are fun. Um, you know, oddball. It's funny. Like I think that's probably the one that we play best in as a team uh, whenever yeah. we're on. Um, although we did lose an oddball recently together uh, by, by by like maybe five points. But it's yeah. those sorts of games. I love those really close. Yeah, you know, so do I. Games, it, feels it, good. Just, it just feels good that kind of constant back and forth. We've had some big comebacks. You know, my, my son's often like, oh, we, we're, we're never going to win this when we've, you know, what, like 50 points down or something. And you can just come back um, and yeah. be competitive and strategize together. Um, I think it's really cool. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that these skills with, with you know, when we get to co op campaign um, and if they're going to do some like, because that's what I'm looking forward to is, kind of like just playing with you guys within the sandbox of the Halo world. Yeah. Um, because the way that things work together, the grapple, you know, pulling in things, that's going to be so cool. I mean, the game, the fact that you can pick up those fusion coils yeah. um, and throw them, um, and then you can like catch them with the grapple. 
um, which is a really cool thing. And throw them right back. Like we're going to have some real fun. Are um, we? In the game. Are we thinking that maybe um, the battle royale variant is inevitable, and that you know, assuming that the servers can actually handle it, you know, you're going to have a whole bunch of banshees and warthogs just running into each other like a big, 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 big team battle or something like that. Is that you think that's on the horizon? <sighs> that is my ultimate dream. I I'm really hoping. This is a hope. I'm not I'm not basing it on any information that I've got. That um what we're seeing, the reason it's labeled a beta for the multiplayer right now is we're only seeing a portion of it. Because it does mm. feel like we're missing out. Like if you look at the Master Chief collection, you look at like Reach and all the stuff before it, um, there was Firefight got introduced and we haven't seen a, a Firefight option come in. Um, yeah, I, I think... That's my dream. I want some sort yeah. of co-op, um, you know, horde mode, everyone against oh. the computer sort of thing. I think that would be awesome. And a big, big, um, big team battle would be awesome. It's like playing Halo Wars, but at, at the ground level. Yeah. I, th so, I think it would be a lot of micro games, right? Like one part of the map, people are playing oddball and another part of the, pa the map, people are doing like a bit of capture the flag. Like there might be like multiple things like, you know, it's red versus blue and the red team needs to get one oddball point and th three capture the flag points and, and yeah. this and that to ultimately win the game. Um, and I think that that would be, that would be pretty cool. But anyway, it's, uh, it's early days, right? It isn't even officially released yet. It, no. So we uh we just need to be patient which you know gamers aren't very patient these days so um yeah well if i can make any recommendations and i th i think joe's played this as well so you might agree with me um i don't know if you've played it yet joe uh, jace um the academy which is the tutorial um mm -hmm. is actually a lot of fun yeah. and it almost hints at the idea that there's more to come yes yeah. i agree with so, that so it's nice to see some um actual kind of cutscene quality or in-engine in quality um, people, not just yeah. um, side of helmets. It, it's, it looks really good. Yeah, um, it really does. I'm looking forward to seeing that in the campaign. So what else have you been playing? Go on, Joe. Talk about it. Yeah, well, Forza, it's, it's incredible. Um, what do I say? It's, they, the Forza Horizon games have just been quality yeah. for the last, I, I would say, three or four um, I think, you know, we, we got to drive around in Australia, which was such a treat, uh, but, but all the kind of DLCs that have come from there, um, you know, with the um, environmental stuff, um, with the, with the oh. storms and whatnot and the seasons from the last Forza game, it's all yep. in this game now. Um, it, I, I, I wish I wasn't playing the last Forza so recently to this one because the, the, the transition, it's not that huge. It's not, not, no. not this huge jump, um, but... Yeah, it's it's if you've played any of the Forza Horizon games and you've enjoyed it, they've just made another beautiful game. There's so much yeah. to do. I love how they just track everything you're doing. You can see what your mates are, you know, who that person you're chasing. It's just, oh, I've got like three more roads and then I'm going to be ahead of Jono. I'm just going to do four roads tonight just so I can, you know, get 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 one extra ahead. Oh, damn you. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, and like I've actually fiddled more in this one already with some of the multiplayer um, things. So doing like challenges against other people, okay. um, the eliminator and stuff. And it's really cool. Like I, I was surprised that I enjoyed it so much because yeah, it, it's, 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 it, it just works so quick as well. Um, although trying to drive around, Jason, and I just try to drive around the world that we, we had a bit of struggles kind of figuring that out. Um, but that yeah. was, that was quite a while ago though. So maybe they fixed it. Yeah, I have. I, like I said, I've played the multiplayer since, and it seemed to work much quicker and better than that. Okay. But, um, this, the I, cars are, are fast, and they just look so beautiful. Yeah, I I have a question. So, games as a service seems to be the big thing, and you know, Ubisoft have been trying to do it for a long time, and you know, pretty successfully, I guess, based on the amount of money they're making. But do you feel as though a Forza Horizon 5 is different enough from 3 and 4. And I appreciate we live in a world where, you know, there's Madden 91, 92, 93. Actually, I don't know if it went that far back, but, you know, the EA games are, are basically carbon copies of themselves. Do you think it's enough? And also, would you buy it if it wasn't on Game Pass? I, I would buy it if it wasn't on Game Pass. Yeah. So you just finished 4. Would you, you, you would happily buy 5? I, I have been dabbling in 4, like I said, like throughout the year. Um, but I haven't yep. been playing it like, you know, I'd play it one day and then I might not play it for another month or so. Um, right. But yeah, I would buy this. It, it's, it's like, 
I don't know, any kind of, a lot of first-person shooters, they play the same. It's just often yep. a different skin. And I know they don't all play identically. Um, yep. You know, there's, there's a big difference between... Do you, do you think it feels different? Do you think it feels different before? No. Because I don't, I, I don't know anything about driving games, so... Yeah, I feel like my kind of muscle memory is there. And it's got all the same yeah, sort of little things like the skill songs and um, the different kind of challenges that they yep. had in the last one with your, the way you progress with your off-road challenges, your on-road, um, with the things that they did in Lego, the Lego one, Jono? With the, yeah, um, Lego one was cool, yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of brought some things over from there as well. I um, barely drove around England thanks to the Lego stage in that. It's, I spent all my time in Lego. Destroying trees is the most satisfying thing in the world. Did the, what just, happened? <laughs> just, oh, right, I was okay. breaking a Lego piece and you hear the clatter of Lego. So my my entire time in Forza Four was just Lego clattering Lego. on the ground. You're basically playing Lego Lego racer. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but it's it's funny. Like I I'm I played so much of the last two that I kind of became very familiar with the world, even though yeah. the map is enormous and there were places that I didn't drive in a lot. I, I did all of the roads in the last two. I mean, yep. certainly that's my you know it's one of my favorite things to do in in, in the Forza games is just <laughs> making the roads orange. It, it's Something about that is so satisfying. Um, but yeah, I certainly would be buying it. I wouldn't buy it if it was like every year, but they give you, you know, a few years in between. And mm. I don't I don't play the other Forza games, the motorsport games. Um, Do they make those anymore? Yeah. They haven't. I think this is, is this two Forza Horizons Horizon in a row now, though? Yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. And I think yeah, they're that... doing a Fable game next. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if this lasts a little bit longer between forces. Um, I like it when companies do that. Like your pedigree is racing games and you're going to make a, an, an action RPG. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, since Halo's come out, I haven't really touched it much. Nice. Jace, anything you've been playing this stood out to you? Um, I mean, uh, I'm not, I could talk about it for ages, I suppose. I'll just, I'll just go through some stuff quickly. Um, I was absolutely hankering to, um, steal some stuff in a video game. I wanted to feel like a thief. And so I was like, oh, Halo Anniversary came out. I wonder how different, uh, not Halo, Jesus, uh, Skyrim Anniversary <laughs> came out, um, uh, came out and, um, and, you know, I'm keen to run around as a thief because every time you play that game, you end up being an archer that steals things. Um, and and so I did that and I didn't enjoy it. it it's like Skyrim is too old. It doesn't look that much better in 4K and the mechanics are just, they're 10 years ago and I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. So I ended up going back to Kingdom Come Deliverance, which wasn't the most popular game um, on, on consoles and uh, finally finished that. Um, and wow. that, was, that was really cool. It was nice to, to wrap, up, wrap that game up. Um, and I finally played Ori in the Blind Forest. I was craving Metroid, a Metroidvania style game. John was talking about Metroid Dread, which yeah. we we'll get to talk about a little bit more in a moment. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, completion. you're talking about the first one, right? Talking about the first one. Yeah, I loved it. Fantastic game. So I, I really wanted to play a game um, that was like that. I actually really wanted to play a game like Hollow Knight because I'd finished Hollow Knight twice. And that very rarely happens for me. And I I went and I played this and I finished it in six or seven hours. No and I was just like, this game is amazing. Um, I hope people know about this game. Of course, they do. I'm just late to the game. And then there's a sequel, which I actually didn't realize there was a sequel. Mm. I, I, for some reason, lost the fact that there was a game called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And I am about 10 seconds away from finishing that game. Oh, wow. um, so I played both of those back to back. They're my 4 a.m. games when I wake up. <laughs> and um, I got stuck in Will of the Wisps. I found a map. Um, can, wait, can I ask where you got stuck? I, I just don't, don't know where you I struggle had to with to. maps. You got you got stuck I, in control as well. I, I certainly did control and, and this game, both of the maps. Just I don't have that brain, I guess. Um, but yeah, right. it, it, just a lot of backtracking in that. I, I didn't enjoy it as much. Well, just very, very quickly, um, I'm sure these games that nobody's ever played. Uh, there was a game called Moonglow Bay that came out, which is about fishing. Um, I watched my wife play that to completion. It is the buggiest game I've ever played in my entire life and, and ever watched. Um, and I'm watching my wife, uh, Jen, learn to navigate bugs or janky video games, as they're called. They usually come from Eastern Europe, um, although I think this is an Australian game. But um, but yeah, this 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 game um, uh, is just a buggy, buggy mess. It crashes all the time. Your character gets stuck on things. She finished this thing. Um, and and getting through those bugs was incredible. It's a great game. They just need to, to work on it a little bit more. Um, I played another game called Ring of Pain, which is if you've ever played Slay the Spire and you have a, 100 hours to kill, um, that's the game to play. Um, the name the game after you. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I actually loved it so much. I contacted the developer of the game and now we're talking on Twitter, um, which oh, wow. is really, really cool. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, hopefully there's something planned for the future between he and I. Um, and um, what else have I played? Um, I think I think that's it. There was this other game. Oh, I played Evil Genius 2, which came out on Game Pass. Um, what game really is enjoying it? That. Um, Evil Genius, uh, the original Evil Genius, which I played many, many, many years ago, it's basically a, a, a top-down, um, you build a, a James Bond base, yep. um, you know, no Mr. Bond, I expect you to die type thing. And yep. um, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's almost like playing two-point hospital or a theme hospital, okay. um, except it's it's a theme um, villain. Um, yep. And, you know, you you know it's very Dr. Evil sort of stuff. And, uh, and it's cool. Um, I, okay. I really, I was really looking forward to playing two. It's almost a carbon copy of one with better graphics. It might as okay. well be a remaster rather than a, a new game. Um, there was something else. Um, there's just too much stuff. I just play Game Pass games, basically, um, mm. is, is, is my answer. I'm not, I'm not buying anything. Um, but pretty much if you're looking at Game Pass and you have seen all those games, I've tried every single one of them. Some oh, wow. of them for five minutes, um, some of them for five hours. X01, uh, which is a game about a spaceship. I want to try it? that. It's incredible. Um, I sat down okay. and I got sucked into it in a big way. Play X01. If you like yeah. Dark Souls, play Mortal Shell. Um, uh, Dicey Dungeons is very good. Um, Did you play much Phoenix Point? I played quite a bit of Phoenix Point, uh, thanks to you. I, I couldn't um, I couldn't let go of the whole XCOM 2 is a better game thing initially, yeah. um, but then I started to realize where Phoenix Point improved on that. So if you like XCOM, play Phoenix Point. It's yeah, very uh, reminiscent of the original XCOM games. Mm. Uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown. Play Gears Tactics. You guys should go. play that. It's really I, haven't. I still I, haven't. It's Joe's really been real. recommending that for a long time. I and know. It's, that's a John O'Jace game through and through. Oh, sorry. Very, very last one. This is actually a big release, and I know you guys probably aren't playing it, but Age of Empires 4 is... Um, no, I really want to play it. Potentially up there is my game of the year. I've had so many amazing games um, of, of Age of Empires 4. Um, I was an insider and I, and I got to play it before it got released, but um, it's not a game that you can sit down and play for 20 minutes. It's yeah. especially if you're playing with your friends, if you're playing with your friends, be expected to be there for three hours, expect no to way. lose a lot of friendships when you're playing it. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I think it's going to be a big deal. I think it's going to be a big esports thing. I think it's the next Starcraft two. That's how big it is. Oh, wow. okay. um, and I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Um, Microsoft are going all in with the patches. They're listening to the community. It's very much a community-driven uh, game, and I, I think it's it's going to be big for a very long time. Um, yeah. So uh, if you have an opportunity, that's on, on Game Pass Ultimate yeah. for PC or Game Pass for PC, um, and hopefully we'll see a console version. Uh, I think it would, would work pretty well on console with the right configuration. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and um, seeing as how we're probably not going to see another Halo Wars, that's... Um, is that true? For because Halo Wars is a very good game. I love it. In, okay, so... On that, you know that uh, Xbox Museum we were talking about before. Yeah. It it has its own part of the museum, and I'm sure you guys have explored this. That talks about your own stats. And huh? uh, let me bring up a couple of mine right now. So um, I say I took some screenshots of some of them while I was in the museum, and it was it was quite interesting. My most played game overall of all time. Any guesses? Fortnite. No. Really. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like, is this way? Is this of all Xbox time? You mean? Of all Xbox time, my entire time on Xbox Live, this is my all all time most played game. Apparently. Can you give us some hints? It's or a is Halo, it Halo game. It is totally a Halo game. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I thought it might not have been. I thought about it being like an Xbox arcade game or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, think, I think mine would be like you know or something. Um, <laughs> Oh, no, although I'm going to go, I'm going to go ODST. It was Halo Three. Oh, okay. Well done, Joe. Yeah. Um, I'm current, apparently I've played 805 different titles with over 5,368 different achievements, um, totaling in 110,126 achievement points overall. I've owned all the Xboxes apparently, um, and they even give you your achievement score via year. That was if you look cool. at the right places, that was really cool. Apparently, 2020 was huge. It 
it almost tripled most years, <laughs> which is just phenomenal. But then I suppose if you think back on it, that makes sense. Whatever the year was that um, Lost, the video game came out, terrible game, and Avatar, The Last Airbender, which was the yep. year that I made my big push to overtake Joe. Um, uh, whatever year that was, was the last time that I ever actually earned any decent. I'm not even at 100K yet. So oh, wow. Okay. I haven't made 100K. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to do it, um, but I could cheat and I could get Jen to play on my account, but she has been, she's obsessed with achievements now. So, um, yeah. And fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my top five most played games ever. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which I'm guessing is actually the um, the Four. modern one, the latest one, because really? oh, Warzone. of Warzone. Right, we right, right. we put a lot of hours into Warzone. How many hours? In fact, is that? in fact, uh, it doesn't say, but um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was my most played game of 2020. That makes sense. Yeah, um, Fortnite comes in next. Halo okay. Three is in there as well. Um, Halo the Master Chief Collection, and then apparently Xbox backward compatibility is a big one in my list. Uh, no surprises there. Um, if we're looking back over the years, Halo Wars 2 was the top one for 2017. Just Cause 3 was 2018. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands was 2019. Um, then Call of Duty Modern Warfare for 2020, and Fortnite was 2021. So, I, look, I really love it. It's um really interesting breakdown of... Yeah, does cool. does Vegas too ever appear on there? Because we lived in Vegas too for a very we long time. We did live in Vegas too. Um, it does not appear on my list, but it's funny that those early years. Um, yeah, I'm surprised it's not there as well. Hmm. Um, there was cool. a further breakdown because there's actually while there's the place where you can run through in a third person view, there is a timeline you can look at, and it actually gives you a lot more games listed in the timeline over the years. So um, I really recommend anyone that's an Xbox uh, fan and has had Xbox Live for a while to jump in there and take a look. The stats are really yeah. cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, to your guys' points, I, yeah, I've I probably played a lot of the stuff you have. My favorite uh, game in this week has been actually watching my fiance play um, Forgotten City. So, okay. Sorry. So is she playing? This is a first-person game, yeah? And she's cool yeah. with that? So I started... And yeah. then as I was preparing lunch for us today, I handed the controller to her and said, here, give it a try. See how you go. That's the way to do it. Yep. When I came back, because she was loving all the Latin that's uh-huh. scattered throughout the game. In fact, one of the cool things about Forgotten Cities, when you're talking to the characters, and I don't know if you've seen this already, Jace, is have, when yeah. they, they swear, they swear in Latin. So everything's in English and then the swearing is in Latin and she's loving translating that. Oh, pepper. okay. I didn't pick the, up on that. The swearing is phenomenal too because it's great swearing. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yes, yeah, so I left it with the controller and went and made lunch and then came back. And she goes, oh, this is fantastic. She goes, for once I can play a first-person game because I'm not running from something for my life and I can take my time to orientate myself and move about. Has, has she not had to run yet? Uh, well, her last experience with a, um, with a first-person game was uh, Halo. And so, when, I, when I mean that is, I mean, has she not had oh, to run yet? Has no, she not she, broken the golden rule? She did that first. So yeah, she okay. had to run and, and she got out. All right. And then... Yeah, okay. And then we broke the golden rule by stealing some money later on and uh, we didn't get out alive. So that was all right. But um, do, you know, yeah. do you know the history on this game? Is, is it Australian? Uh, it may very well be. Um, I'm I think it up while you're talking, so tell me There are a ton of games when they load up. Pay attention to this. There are a ton of games that say like funded or with help from yeah. Yeah, Film Victoria. Um, and and that's, that's really cool. And, and Queensland have their own fund as well for, for games. Um, but this game was a mod for Skyrim. And it was oh, the most really? popular mod of Skyrim um, and everyone downloaded it that they decided to make their own, but they couldn't use the same world as yeah. Skyrim. So oh, we're like, course. oh, we'll just, we'll just do Romans or whatever. Um, yeah. and, and that's where it came from. And it did incredibly well. So um, have you tried it, Joe? No, no, I'm not familiar with it at all. I, I've seen it. on It's a Game Pass game, right? Yeah, um, it is now. It is, and I think I you would enjoy it. First, I didn't know it was first person. The way they showed the pictures, I thought it was like a – more of an adventure game. I have to admit that the um, front adventure. cover doesn't do it much justice. It looks yeah. cheap, in my opinion. Yeah. It looks like a cheap yeah. game. Um, but uh, I think it's actually your you, – because you played Super Liminal or something. Was that right, Joe? Yeah, I love that game. That game okay, so you love that game. So this isn't the same thing, but it's effectively like a puzzle game, like yeah. in the same vein as maybe like Mist and stuff like that. Um, but the narrative is brilliant. Um, and just Ooh. be conscious of the fact that not many people made it. I think it's like three or something. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's four. It tells you at the start. Four. There you go. 
Um, yeah, they do. They actually warn you in advance. <laughs> but, you know, that's not a warning. It's just more of a, you know, appreciate us. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that you would probably enjoy it, Joe, especially for, from a narrative perspective. But Jono mm. would know, Jono and M would know way more about it than I do. Yeah, no, it's very fun. And he's an Australian developer called Modern Storyteller. Very cool. Four-man team. So, yeah. It's funny you say about narrative because that part goes in nicely to Guardians of the Galaxy. So I've been playing oh. that Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game. And this game is a perfect example of when a story is so good, like, I mean, the story and the banter between the characters is so incredible and the characters are so likable and individual that any gameplay problems are just absolutely forgotten, excused. The game is very simple in its gameplay. You do, like, you can um, get your guardian, so you control Peter Quill, Star-Lord, the whole game. You don't kind of control the others besides giving them very basic commands um, as the game goes on. Um, The gameplay, you know, you just lock on with one button and then you shoot with the other. You just hit this one melee button to kind of attack. Every now and then you get a button prompt to kind of dodge. Um, You can slide out of the way. You can... You can do a special power every now and then. There's this cool huddle thing, which isn't very cool. It slows the game down completely, but it's the dialogue is so cool. So, like, in the midst of a battle, you, you do really well, and then you press the two trigger buttons, and everyone will run in together, and they'll be huddled around Peter Quill, and they'll be, like, saying things. And then you've got to respond to what they're saying. You've got one of two options. So if they're kind of feeling a bit cocky, you might go with that and be like yeah we're the best let's get out there and do it or you might say you know we've got to be a little bit more cautious and then they'll be like well actually are you not listening to us or who are you talking to um and and so they won't perform as well afterwards but anyway the story in this game is so good um it doesn't tie itself to the rest of the marvel universe which i think a lot of these marvel movies that creates a bit of a problem for them um, because they have to be kind of grounded in you know certain ways. Um, there are there are there's like there was like this cool museum on nowhere that you got to explore, which was fun. Um, but the game is never silent. There is always banter. You get the option to kind of re- to react with things in the world, and there's one of four options, and it's very obvious. You know, does it, does it matter? Do the do the responses actually make a difference no they, they will just say no right but they won't just say no they will say why no they will they'll have a, like if you say it to rocket he'll have a go at you if you say it to Groot Groot's I am Groot lines in this game is delivered brilliantly and then rocket will obviously translate it um you, you just get so much fun dialogue from every little thing you do you go down like my 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 favorite part of the beginning of this game was you were on a stage and there were two paths. And Rocket says, oh, we've got to go this way. So, of course, what do we all do? We go the other way as gamers, right? Because we expect something's over there. I go down this long path. I get to the end. I'm at the top of a cliff. Down the bottom is, is the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket looks up at me and goes, what are you doing? I told you not to go that way. Like, he calls you an idiot. No collectibles there. There's nothing. That was the collectible. That was the that was the yeah. point of going there. Was the this hilarious interaction, this banter, and I'm like, this game is so good. And it, like I said, it's never silent. Um, so you don't want to play this game when you know other people are around because you want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my kids, my daughter loves watching me play it. She loves listening to it. Um, it is it is an awesome story. The game is good. Um, but the game, it's like, it's just absolutely elevated. I'm sure we could do a podcast on, you know, games that are gameplay, you know, gameplay is king sort of thing. So you forgive the story, but this is totally the other way. The story just makes this game. Um, and Jono, like, I will lend it to you when I finish. You will love it, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it's just a really likable cast. Um, Drax yeah. is my absolute favorite. I liked him in the movies too, but in this, he is just the best. He's got so How many much books. does it borrow from the films? I think, well, I, like I've said before, I'm not super familiar with the source material. I have read comics since, but I feel like the comic, the movie, sorry, is very similar to the comic. Um, and, and this feels very similar to that as well. Um, the, the, you even unlock the, the costumes from the movie, but I like nice. it. I prefer the costumes um, and the looks of the characters in the game. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just think it's really cool. And yeah, what they've done with the kind of 
you know, banter between the characters. There's a lot of history, um, you know, and they and they get on. They don't get on. They they kind of forgive each other. It's a very human, or not, even though they're not all human, but it's very it's a very human sort of you know story. Very. So who you know, who made this game? Care. Square Enix. Um, yeah. They did, but like who who's actually made the yeah. game? Square Enix don't really make anything. Like are they? Like doing, the, is it Crystal Dynamics again, or yeah, is, it, a, is it is it IDOS thingy? What, what are they called? So is it the same people that made the Avengers game? I believe so. Yeah. So they gave them another shot. They were like, yeah. even though it was probably Square Enix's guidance that led Avengers in the direction that it went in. Um, so do you think that the future of these Marvel licensed games is probably going to be a narrative single player experience rather than a games as a service as, as Avengers was trying to be? Well, I think we just found it makes out more that sense. They, that we just found out like two days ago that there is a Marvel MMO in the works. So, wow. um, yeah, maybe maybe not, but but surely these sorts of things will happen more. Like the, the Spider-Man games are so popular. They've got the mm. Wolverine game coming out as well. Um, yeah, like I guess the problem for a game like this is when you finish it, you are going to trade it in or sell it. Um, you know, it's not the sort of thing. It's 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 even though there's options for things. Um, I don't think it will really change the story too much. Um, it's right. quite linear, but it, it's it's my cup of tea. I love it. Did you ever play it again? No, I wouldn't play it again. Okay. Um, no. the, the developer was um, Idios uh, Montreal, so it wasn't Montreal. actually the guys behind um, Avengers. Yeah, right. But very cool game. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Cool. Um, I'm I'm going to really shortly mention I, I i've mentioned a couple of times but metroid dread is yep. if you've played any of the 2d metroids this thing is a phenomenal uh definitely pick it up um so i hate I'm, the emmys in it and uh m my fiance every time i go bloody emmy um looks at me strangely and what's an emmy going, no not you um they're i guess they're the main protagonists in the game but they're kind of, well no they're not the main protagonist there's another one there's a main main protagonist but these are the the big enemies that you fight they end up being bosses of each level um and they're a, like a robotic research unit that's sent down to this planet and they're really you can't defeat them unless you get this special power up that you can only pick up at a certain point in the level and so they're you, very tough you've been playing this for a while so you're still playing it yeah i got interrupted a couple of times so i Look, realistically, it should be about – I've heard people finish it in about eight or nine hours. Um, right. Because I'm doing it stop-start, I find it takes me an hour to reorientate where I am and where I'm finding, um, yeah. like where the next part of the path is. Because Metroid's very clever. It, it doesn't direct you to where the next part of the level is. And if you're clever enough to use um, the weapons and the gear that you've got at that point to push past the boundaries, sometimes you can unlock stuff earlier than you meant to. Not often, but sometimes. And apparently there's a couple of ways to beat some bosses in the game by getting gear earlier than you should and skipping, almost skipping the battle, which I is hilarious. I love that they do that sort of stuff. Yeah, really Shadow cool. Complex did that really well. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to do that in Metroid Dreader. I'm not that good. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's a phenomenal game. But the, the big thing is when I, I've left it for like, you know, maybe a couple of weeks and I jump back into it, I do find it takes me a solid hour to figure out where I'm going. Do you enjoy that process though of trying to figure it out again? Like, is it, do you, you for, the most, for the most part, occasionally I'll get a little frustrated and I, I've come this close to pulling out a guide just to make sure I haven't missed something. Yeah. Um, and the one time that I caved to look up something that I'd heard about called a shine spark, it turns out it's an ability that's in the game that you unlock really early, but it's an undocumented ability. It. No, it's undocumented. Right. It's, oh, right. So they purposely haven't told you about it. It is there. It is a way to um, to get to some of the secrets in the game that you couldn't get to otherwise. I don't find it the easiest movement combination to pull off, um, so I kind of get why it's undocumented. Um, but for those um, super players, all those people with reflexes that are, um, you know, not a forty, almost forty-five year old reflexes, then good on them. I I think once you're done and and you know spoilers are out of the way, have a look at some of these. Um these like quick plays what are they called speed runs have a look at a speed run i think you'll oh, enjoy that yeah totally I've, I've i've seen the game start to finish in a speed run which is probably not seeing that much of the game to be honest mm. um and it's very very impressive um so yeah oh. i um i'm I, I definitely want to give it a go sometime i know how much i backtrack so you know um joe yeah. you want to ask me something dread element like so that's the kind of theme of yeah. the game right is that you're supposed to be in this uneasy feeling that you're being stalked 
What's totally. Does it work well? Like, do you enjoy that feeling of dread, like that feeling of you know that anticipation, or like or what's what's about to happen? Okay, so without giving anything away too much, your it, it follows the um the storyline of Metroid Fusion. It's like the next part along. So if you look at all the the original versions of Metroid, none of the three D ones, this is actually the next part of the story, and you've been lured to this planet to battle um these parasites called Parasite X, which were a big part of the storyline in Fusion. And you get there and it turns out these robots that were sent there to investigate this planet have suddenly become this enemy. And you find out why in the course of the first 20 minutes of the game. Um, but these robots are what cause the dread. You can't defeat them with the weapons you have. So you get into this, these parts of the level that are clearly grayed out. And when you go into them, um, the whole level feels weird and these radar pulses tend to go off. And if they hit you, then you know that the enemy's coming after you. And they're those robots. And there's, I think there's seven of them in the game. Um, and yeah, the only way you can get past them is running. Uh, eventually you get a cloaking ability to hide from them. But even that has its disadvantages because you can only hide for so long before it starts taking out your health. Right. Um, so, so there's a real balancing act there. And then if you do happen to encounter an enemy and it pins you, there are some uh, quick motion movements. So you can react with a button push against them striking against you, but the strike they're going to do against you is random. So like out of every encounter, if, if you get caught by them, say 10 times, I, it's probably twice that I'm able to escape from them right? Um, and not cool. get killed. What's the penalty if you do get killed? Is it you, like die, you die and go back to an um, a earlier reset point. And are they, are they, are we talking like Dark Souls level save points where you're going way back, back, or is no, it like it, pretty generous? It's not too punishing, but the problem is you always have to, there's, you have to get through that area to be able to get to the next part of the level or get the, the massive power up that you get that then consumes itself once you destroy an enemy. So there is a power up that you'll get in the level that will allow you to defeat an enemy, and even defeating it takes some effort. Um, right. And then once it's defeated and destroyed, that area is free for you to roam as much as you like and you don't have to worry about that threat anymore. But to continue on in the other parts of the map, you're going to encounter other parts which have Emmys in it. And the, and the music's amazing because the music in Guardians, by the way, has got that whole, like, you know, nostalgic soundtrack is there too and it's really cool. But the music in Metroid games is phenomenal. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's absolutely it lovely. And the, the ominous tone that kicks off when yeah. you're being hunted is just you're awesome. – you can. I th I'm pretty sure, I haven't thought about this consciously, but I'm pretty sure there's like a pulse um, sounding sound in the soundtrack that's increasing as it gets closer. So you're feeling your heart rate like increase as you're watching and trying to escape. So look, it's um, it's one of the best 2D Metroids I've ever played, even though it's definitely 3D. Um, just played on a 2D plane. I have the Super Metroid opening screen sound in my head right now, and it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. I've, I've oh, never played yeah, a Metroid played. game before. Never, not wow. one. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've played a lot of games that are clearly inspired by Metroid. It's, it's sort yeah. of the, the mother of, if, if Castlevania is the father, then Metroid is the mother of, of those sorts of, that genre. But, um, yeah, it's not something that I've ever done. So Super Metroid still holds up, man. I, I played it probably, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago um, again. And, and yeah, it still holds up. I did play Axiom Verge, which I think is like a... Yep. Metroid S. Uh, homage yeah. to, yep. to that to that. But um but yeah. yeah Axiom but Verge is lots of fun, but Metroid um is the king for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um if you ever get the chance playing um even if you don't get to play Super Metroid, although it's it's quite easy to come across a copy through through quite a few methods. Um I really recommend Zero Mission as a remake of the original Metroid. And uh, Fusion, so they're both Game Boy Advance games, and they're brilliant. And they're two D side scroller games. And they're two D side scrolling games, but they look yeah. modern, and they play fantastically, and they they've just got an amazing story, and they set you off for dread. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Before we round it off, quick question on the TV, what viewing front has anyone watched Hawkeye? No, I've been watching um, Wheel of Time though, and it's awesome. It is. Yes. Okay. I I um I watched Wheel of Time the, the four episodes that came out and I wasn't expecting to do that um only because I just 
it felt like I, I thought the book was written in the seventies. It's a nineties book, but I just thought it would mm. be too um, sword, swords and sorcery type thing. And I thought it would be um, very PG. It is yeah. it's definitely not. Um, and I'm enjoying it a lot more than Game of Thrones, than Game of Thrones, which is surprising. Um, so I enjoy that. Yeah, um, yeah. The book series, that is more, book series is more popular than Game of Thrones. So Wouldn't so, surprise me. I, I have. I have the book, Joe. It's called The Complete Wheel of Time, and it's apparently 11,000 pages for all of the books, um, which I actually probably isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. The books, man, they're awesome. There's four t- have you read all of them? I haven't read the last, like, three because yep. um, I stopped when um, Robert oh, – what's his name? It's, I know it's Brandon Sanderson now. Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan, that's it, passed away. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I will. Apparently, there was a lull with Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. Just sort of just went. All right, I'll. Yeah. Took- you know. On the mask, is it is it good? It is. Show? It is so much fun. The, the first episode was a slow start because it was kind of world building uh, to some degree and like tying together past events to to what's going to be the storyline. This yep. realistically, like it's nice to know all that, but episodes two and three have just been this fun romp. Um, so, so I appreciate it's probably different to Loki and One Division, but if you were to rank yep. them, best to worst, or let's say worst <sighs> to best, which what would you do? Worst to uh, best. I, I can't do that with Marvel stuff, but... Yeah, you can. You should do it. Hawkeye is amazing, is very different to WandaVision, completely different to Loki. I love Loki for its the world building that it's doing. I love WandaVision for the same sort of thing, but it was a very contained storyline, a bit quirky. But Hawkeye yeah. is is a love letter to Hawkeye, and it finally lets Jeremy Renner um, act in a way that seems appropriate for the character. So like from a, a comic fan's point of view... This is Hawkeye from the comics um, brought to life um, without betraying anything they've done with Jeremy Renner previously. In fact, it builds off everything they've done with him in the movies. What, what about that whole um, that whole Yakuza bizzo that was going on in one of the... It is so important to this storyline um, and it makes okay. it better for it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you waiting it out, Joe, or you just don't have time to watch it right now? No, the family and I have been going through Star Wars. So one of my daughters said the other day, can we watch... Star Wars, and my answer, of course, <laughs> the question is always going to be yes. So we yeah. started with episode one. We're up to Return of the Jedi now. We've just been watching half an hour a night. Um, so How do the kids know. feel about going from the they Superior Series it. 1, 2, and 3 to the, the terrible one, 4, 5, and 6? How do they feel about that? <laughs> no, 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 no. You mean um, 7, 8, and 9 are the terrible you- one. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Right, seven, eight, and nine, we'll, we'll oh, forget right, about that. We've got to turn this podcast off. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a bit nervous about those, watching those ones again. Um, episode three is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, I, really I enjoyed good. I enjoyed Phantom Menace. Just to be clear, though, when I said that yeah, four, five, and six are terrible, to your kids, as to me, I imagine it would be a bit dated. No, they're loving it. They're really loving it. They found really? it interesting, okay. and you know, we, we just watched the Jabba's Palace. Um, we're in Jabba's Palace at the moment, and like with the updated graphics of sliced noodles, and you know, they, they, they're oh, yeah. and they're just like, "This looks terrible." They, they want the puppets back. The kids, yeah. the kids like the puppets, and it's true. Like Yoda in Empire is incredible. Um, it yeah. just, it is, it just perfect. It's perfect. They don't, they um, don't want martial arts Yoda from one, two, no. and three, or whichever one it was. And watching yeah. episode one again, having kind of, you know, it's been a while since I've watched it. And I, I, I still, you know, you know, you guys how much you know how much I love Star Wars. Having seen some of the models recently, like there's a lot of CG in that film, obviously, but the model work in episode one is phenomenal. It's yeah. just yeah. incredible. Like the pod race scene, that whole stadium, so that's it's like a you know, set they built, miniaturized, whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, my kids are wanting to watch Star Wars, so of course we're just going through that. But yes, we will watch we'll we've got a few things to watch afterwards. Um Hawkeye at the top of the list. 
if if you're doing Star Wars right, you should have gone one, two, and three, uh, Clone Wars. I wish. Th- then followed by Rebels, then followed by the Bad Batch. No, no, sorry, oh, Bad Batch, then man? Rebels. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then after Return Rogue of the Jedi, One, Mandalorian. Solo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, missing movies. No, we're just doing the. We're doing what is what is called the Skywalker saga plus the last movie, which isn't. I don't know why the, the Rise of Skywalker, which is only a, a Skywalker saga movie by name in my eyes. So mm. I, I, I'm a fan of like one is really the only Star Wars movie that I enjoyed, but like I, I like Ewan McGregor, right? Um, yeah, and. Are you guys excited for Obi Wan? Yeah, absolutely, very much. Yeah, because so. it looks like it's it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and they've got um, Hayden Christensen back, right? Yeah, yeah. and That's Hayden really Christensen cool. is amazing in these movies. Like he's good. He, was, yeah. he, he did the dialogue, what he had, and mm. you know he's very whiny and. That's that's the character. Like you think, you think about how sheltered his character was too, yes. and the sort of life that he had. No wonder yeah. he turned into the world's biggest whiny bitch that uh, ended up, um, you know, subjecting the empire, the, the, yeah. you know, the universe to such pain. Yeah. And um, Obi Wan truly is the world's biggest troll with that whole "I have the high ground, Anakin," because you watch oh. it again and you're like, all of these kills are from the low ground. <laughs> He's got the high ground and he realizes it's a disadvantage for him. So he makes him get over him to then have the low ground again to take him out. It is hilarious watching him again. I, I, I hope they reference that in the new Obi-Wan series. That would be fantastic. I, I, yeah. I was just very quickly, I, I've been watching this series as the long way down, the long way round, the long yes. way round, the long way down, the long way up. It's an Apple series now. Um, and um, it's basically Ewan McGregor and his buddy, and they ride motorbikes across the world. Mm. And he spends so people recognize Ewan McGregor as being Obi Wan, and he yeah. full, he he channels it. And so often he does Obi Wan lines, um, just in in precarious situations where he's like, you know, he's in some environment where there's going to be like a cartel or something like that, and he uses these like Jedi mind tricks and stuff as a, as a gag. Um, just because he's you know nervous or whatever. and it's it's but he loves he loves Obi Wan he, he genuinely yeah. lives and breathes his character I think it made him he was already famous but he like made him world famous right mm. and um and that's what kids recognize him as when he's you know he was riding through Africa and kids knew he was Obi Wan which is that's nuts. fantastic um and, so and so I'm I'm excited for him that he's that he gets to redo this or relive this sorry not redo it but relive it yeah well. Jace, let me know what you think of Hawkeye and you too, Joe, when you get to it. Because I think it's actually right up your alley, Jace. I think yeah, it might I bring think, you back to the superhero. Yeah. I'm um, this has been Versus Player. You'll find us on our website, versusplayer.com, and anywhere where you get your favorite podcasts. In fact, that's probably how you found us. Uh, thanks for joining in again, and hopefully we'll see you in not too distant future. Catch you later. We'll finish the fight. Oh, yes. This is Player.